You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Interesting. I want to jump off that in a second. But first, remind everyone to download, rate, and subscribe to the 415ers podcast three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network with 95.7 The Game. Feel free to follow us on social media, 415ers, uh, on all social media platforms, E-Gittings 10, Mark Randy, Mark with a C, Grandy with an I. Well, so that, that kind of takes me to my next place, Mark, of like with the 49ers and having to, I guess, prove themselves it feels like the last place they can do that would be in the postseason since they've already punched their ticket. Um, I do think that there's look, there's two more opponents left in their schedule. I'd say that that should be difficult or test, so to speak. I think that this weekend with Washington, who in my opinion would have, you know, a name in the hat for the best front four in football. And then the Raiders who are never going to be an easy out as we've seen this entire season especially this weekend but it sounds like with the way things are shaping up in the nfc and i i've begun to feel this sentiment from a lot of fans that i've, I've seen on social media as well it does feel like there is going to be disappointment if this team does not at least get to the conference title game which is wild to think of with a rookie quarterback that took over just three weeks ago but I'm sort of in that place as well, just because of how good this team has looked, along with how, I'll say, not, not fragile, but beatable a lot of the other top teams in the NFC, even Philadelphia included, has looked in recent weeks. This 49ers team does feel like, to me, back in a place where I was with before Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt of NFC title gamer bust. It sounds like you're there, too. 100%. If the Niners do not get to the NFC Championship game, they will be very frustrated with themselves. You get to that point, it's a coin flip. Who knows what happens? Uh, maybe you win on the road in Philadelphia in January in frigid conditions. Maybe you get lucky and, and Dallas upsets Philadelphia in the, the second round of the NFC playoffs and you host an NFC Championship game. Who knows what happens at that point? But if the Niners do not handle business and beat two of you know some combination of giants washington seattle detroit and then minnesota potentially they're going to be really upset at themselves i think i would rather play minnesota than dallas in a second round playoff game what becomes tricky is then you know where is that game i, I think if if you could guarantee me dallas at home in santa clara instead of Minnesota on the road in Minneapolis, I'd probably choose Dallas, but just the opponents by themselves, I'd rather play Minnesota. So with that said, if the Niners are unable to handle business, win two playoff games, one of which on the road, the other or one of which at home, the other of which probably against a Minnesota team who you would be favored against, 
I think it's a failure for the 49ers. And whether that's fair or not doesn't really matter. You have a rookie quarterback. I know it's difficult to win a playoff game, let alone two, but you have the best defense in football. You have the best weapons in football, and uh, you should be able to win two playoff games considering how you're playing right now. So, uh, yeah, I'm with you. If the Niners are unable to get to the NFC title game, and I think anything beyond that, you know, it, it's again, it's a flip of a coin. Things can can go poorly and, and go or go your way just based on random luck at, at points like that. But if you're unable to get to that game, I think Niner fans and the Niners themselves will view this as a as a disappointing postseason. Yeah, it's interesting to think about compared to we were just a few weeks ago, because I do think that, look, the 49ers have reason to believe, as we've laid out, that between them and Philadelphia or after them, like there's just a chasm between those top two teams and the rest in the NFC. Where I'm at with the 49ers and sort of those those expectations for this team right now is I do think that I would be disappointed in the team. And I know that the quarterback position is always one that comes first, but I don't know if I can necessarily be disappointed with Brock Purdy because look, I mean, if, if he goes on the road and throws four picks and they get absolutely hogwashed by, I don't know, Minnesota, or they take a loss at home because Brock Purdy plays poorly, then we might be having a different conversation, but at the same time, because of what the expectations are for him, or I guess him as, you know, a, like an, an entity as a seventh round pick as Mr. Irrelevant. I, it, to, to me, look, I am, I've been waiting for the rookie moment to come and it has it so far. I think maybe in, in certain spots, you've seen glimpses of, a quarterback that's made mistakes, but I think that happens with every single quarterback. And I mean, look, Jalen hurts through two interceptions this weekend. And I, I just think that Brock Purdy is in a position where to me, even though the team itself isn't playing with house money, and I do think should be expected to get to the conference title game. I also don't think that I can expect Brock Purdy to go out and win a playoff game. I think he can do everything he's done so far, which is put the Niners in a position to win in the playoffs. But Mark, I, I, I and maybe this will shift depending on, look, if the Niners have to come from behind sometime in the next three weeks and Brock Purdy shows you a bit of that clutch gene, which he hasn't had to do so far, because I don't think that's what the Niners need him to do nor want him to do at this point. It's simply... Make sure that the boat gets from dock to dock because you're rolling around with two rows of cannon fire that no other ship in the sea can offer at this point. Like, so I, if, if, if that makes sense with the team, I have expectations of them to reach the title game, but Brock Purdy himself, I guess I don't necessarily expect much from him. Yeah. I, I understand what you're saying. And I, I think I agree I think kind of to, to further that point, if you're looking at what the Niners can maybe prove or show that maybe gives you more confidence heading into the postseason, like what can they do over these next three weeks, right? You have the Washington Commanders, the Las Vegas Raiders, and then the Arizona Cardinals. What can they do in those three games to maybe up your confidence level heading into the postseason? That they could get to the, the NFC title game. To your point, I think it's, simply 
just prove to us or at least give us more evidence that what Brock Purdy is doing is sustainable. Like what you said, we're all kind of waiting and almost expecting to see him look like a rookie quarterback. He hasn't just yet. Again, there has been a couple of moments. The the dropped interception by Quandre Diggs for the Seahawks stands out in my mind. But really, it's it's pretty slim pickings for terrible mistakes, bad decisions that Brock Purdy has made. So one thing that I'm looking at over the next three weeks as the Niners get ready for the postseason and try to claim that two seed in the NFC is, is this really who Brock Purdy is or have we just seen the best three-game stretch you could possibly hope for from him? If if these next three games come and go and Brock Purdy looks relatively you know, similar, he's not turning the ball over all you know, throwing for around 200 yards, at least a touchdown a game, and he's converting a big third down with his legs, and he's generally playing with the same poise and moxie as he did in Seattle. If all those things keep happening over the next three weeks, I think your confidence level jumps, and maybe that's when the point you're talking about, you know, the Niners aren't playing with house money. They are expected to perform in the postseason, but the quarterback, it's a different story. Those two things are kind of separate. But I think there's a chance if Brock Purdy continues to to play how he has over these next three weeks, maybe that gap kind of, you know, gets closer. It it decreases just a little bit because at that point, you'd be just a little bit more confident in who Brock Purdy actually is. Yeah, and I think I'd be confident in the 49ers because really the only thing that you could make an argument that they have a lesser you know, value added a certain position compared to other top teams would be quarterback. I think that, and and we've sort of touched on this throughout this episode and recent ones, but even though maybe Kirk Cousins or Dak Prescott have postseason experience, a lot of people would hold that, I think, against them because of their prior playoff experience. So Brock Purdy is still largely an unknown, but he looks to be a guy that is going to, you know, maintain whatever composure or poise that Kyle Shanahan, you know, praised him for on Thursday into a big playoff atmosphere. And, and, and I do think that also is why, look, if, if you're telling me that the 49ers have to go on the road before the conference championship, I do think that game would be a lot more even in my eyes, just because of the type of atmosphere and every single round in which ramps up, Look, Brock Purdy showed himself, I think, to to be able to handle the moment against Seattle in what is would be the closest thing to a playoff atmosphere the Niners will face for the rest of this regular season. Um, so we won't get to see, unfortunately, until January. But to me, if they do need to prove anything, they just need to prove that they can stay healthy. Like that's the only thing that the Niners need to prove to me at this point. Maybe how to handle a strong front four like Washington, maybe being able to, you know, kind of take care of or um, dominate a dual threat quarterback like Tyler, Taylor Heineke, maybe being able to hold a, you know, a Derek Carr and Devontae Adams led aerial attack and check um, maybe, but I, I think both of those things are, are stretches for me. The most important thing the Niners can do at this point outside of maybe Brock Purdy proving himself even more so over the last couple of weeks would be to get into the postseason with your entire roster as much as possible at 100%. And so even then, if the 49ers in these next couple of weeks before the postseason 
up to kind of manage manage some stuff and you know guys aren't playing full snap counts and they maybe have a clunker or you know don't play up to par I, it's also going to be tough for me to look at these games as anything more than table setters essentially for January in the postseason. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, Niners have proven absolutely everything. Their defense is elite, best defense in the NFL. Their offense can put up points when they've needed to. Uh, the only thing that they have yet to prove, and this isn't just a this year Niners thing, it's a Kyle Shanahan era Niners thing, is their health. If they can prove that they can stay healthy, which you do that by just staying healthy over the final three weeks of the regular season, uh, that'll go a long way into the postseason. Uh, you did bring up something that I think is interesting. We can briefly touch on here and, and maybe dig into it more next episode on Wednesday. Uh, but you talked about maybe the Niners potentially easing back on some workloads the final three weeks. They have the division wrapped up. At the very worst, they'll be the three seed. The uh, one seed, believe it or not, is still technically there. If the Niners, if everything breaks the way the Niners, they need to win out. They, the Eagles need to lose out. The Niners would then have the uh, the tiebreaker. Um, but the, the two seed and the three seed are, are the two very realistic options for the 49ers. Is it worth it? Let's say the Niners need to win out. Let's say Minnesota only loses one more game the rest of the way. Is it worth it, Evan, for the 49ers to kind of go balls to the wall, try to win all three of these games, to claim the two seed, or is a road game at Minnesota not too daunting for them that they are okay being the three seed and maybe potentially being a little healthier heading into the postseason. What do you think is, is more valuable to the 49ers? I think health is more valuable. I do think that like a road, two road games on the way to a Super Bowl yeah. is tough for any team. And I do want to get into this more so on our Friday or our, on our Wednesday episode coming up this week. And then of course, Friday before uh, Washington, this upcoming weekend, but just first thoughts are the 49ers are as good as any team in the NFL when healthy. And that's the most important thing in my mind right now. So off of that, even if the two seed is within reach, and, it, and I think it will be, to me, that's more so going to be because of uh, Minnesota losing hold of it, which I think easily could happen. Or... or you know, maybe the Eagles dropping a couple and other teams also not looking at these last few weeks as being incredibly important because Minnesota's got their division wrapped up. Philly, in all likelihood, will have the division mathematically wrapped up very soon. Like, I don't think you're going to see another 20 plus rush attempt game for Christian McCaffrey the rest of this regular season. That yeah. That's how I think Kyle Shanahan's going to approach it. Like, if we win, that's great. We'll do what we have to. but. I'm not I'm not putting Chris Jeffrey or uh, Brandon Ayuk or Brock Purdy or our defense in a compromising situation before the postseason. I agree with you. Uh, I do think, however, the Niners do not need um, the, the Niners do not need to go kind of balls to the wall to win these three games. I think they can easily win these games and. And maybe that's disrespectful to the the Raiders who could be fighting for their lives. Same thing for the commanders. But I don't think the Niners need to, you know, kind of pull out all the stops like they did in Seattle with Christian McCaffrey's 32 touches. They can win all of these games without their best game. And then on the flip side, the Vikings have the Giants 
at home at Green Bay and at Chicago. Maybe not the most daunting three-game stretch, but none of those are gimmies either. So it could be difficult for the Vikings to close things out. Niners, I think, have a more favorable final three games. But to your point, I do agree, health uh, isn't worth uh, you know getting two home games in- instead of just one. But we'll see how it all plays out, and, and we'll break that down more on Wednesday. Yeah, no doubt. We'll get into that on our Wednesday episode as this concludes our, our Monday post non-Niners Sunday. But of course, they won on Thursday. They got the division wrapped up and uh, we are looking forward to seeing what happens the rest of this regular season as the Niners prepare for their third postseason trip in the last four years. A lot of exciting times in the Bay and uh, a lot of exciting times on the 415ers as always, Mark. So I appreciate you. Um, appreciate you being with us as always here on uh, this Monday. Yes, sir. Looking forward to Wednesday already. All right, man. Uh, that'll do it for this episode of the 415ers. Feel free to download, rate, and subscribe wherever you download your podcasts. Evan Giddings, Mark Grandy, and we'll talk to you next time.